Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Hi there. Here I am, Pastor Bob. Right over there is Pastor David. Yeah. And I understand that Pastor Liz is supposed to show up at some point. Well, there we'll she oh, is. We'll see. Oh, we'll wow. see. Oh, transported in. in the Part of me is here. Part of me is here. Okay, so today we're going to jump on this. We've called it John 20. Yes. And people are figuring out why would it be called John 20? Because we know 20 people named John. Mm-hmm. No. No. Johan. <laughs> Johan, yes. <laughs> no, because we are going to read the Bible to you today. That's a good idea. And then Pastor Liz is going to expound on every <laughs> single <laughs> principle scripture <laughs> in, this, in this chapter. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. John 20 is awesome because... It has to do with the resurrection. The the resurrection's great. And without the resurrection, we got nothing. That's true. And I just love the account of when he got resurrected. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I decided, let's just do one on the resurrection. Right. Is that okay? I have to... Let You're me, the boss. Let me tell you something, folks out there <laughs> listening and watching. I have, to, I have to convince these two people to do things all the time. <laughs> It's what? like I'm dragging them along. Weird. It's like we're always prevaricating and avoiding. I've told you about using that kind of language. <laughs> but being the genius that is resident in me, oh. okay. I've decided to have Pastor David read the scriptures uh, because right. my fine. New Yorkism will come out so much mm. in these scriptures. Mm. All right, I'm having uh, flashbacks to high school, so hopefully I read everything correctly out loud here. Oh, okay. geez. <laughs> here we go. This is God's Word. God's Word. Now, how do, we, how do we come to God's Word? When you read it, you want to get something out of it? Oh, Say, Holy Spirit, thank you for thank your Word. You, Please interpret your Word to us. Help us to understand it and help us to get revelation that will transform us. In Jesus' name, amen. Actually, Pastor David, yeah, <laughs> I'm helping you. <laughs> I really do Thanks. want to encourage people who are listening to this and watching it that when we read some of this word, that actually the Lord just speak to them. Now, these are going to be, if they're Christian people, especially if they've been around a while, these are going to be scriptures you are very familiar with the story of the mm-hmm. resurrection. But I'm going to believe God that while we're doing this, that revelation will come through this time mm-hmm. about this, about what's happening here. And what the what the true revelation of the resurrection is to us now yeah. in so many ways. So Amen. Pastor Dave is going to read, and when he feels like slowing down or stopping, Pastor Liz will comment. <laughs> so good. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter, to the other disciple as well, whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Yes. Yeah, it's good. It's good reading. It's so good, huh? Yes. Do you ever good. like do you ever identify with Mary Magdalene? I often wonder about that. In what way? I don't know. <laughs> the seven like demons. <laughs> you seem you just seem like you know, like yeah. you had such need in your life oh for Jesus. Gosh. Well, I did have a, a whole bunch of demons cast out of me. Mm, that's good. That's and a great a questionable, thing. Uh, background. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> you never had that questionable <laughs> no. background, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, okay. Listen, I love that this. Yeah. This part of the narrative starts with this woman who was devoted to Jesus, and 
um, cared so much that she was going to look after his tomb, mm-hmm. you know, and after like, his body too. Yeah, and just care yeah, for to him. care for him. So um, good. She cared for him when he was alive, and she cared for him even when he had nothing left to offer her. And where she came from, from her lifestyle, it it was uh, horrible. She was, you know, she had no self worth mm-hmm. in her life, and yet to you know just to be so connected to Jesus mm. that you know she's like the first one there. Yeah. And sometimes I think people they just you know they think well I just came out of this I was that and, and they and they don't realize that actually puts you in the front of the line right. to be the first one to uh, be witness if you will of what the resurrection power is all about. Mm-hmm. What about this this woman like Liz said who's willing to minister to the body of Christ yes. when it's dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. When it's lifeless. Like to pour oil on it, to weep tears on it, mm. to be there waiting for the sun to rise. Mm-hmm. Should we, shouldn't we minister that way in prayer to the body of Christ? Shouldn't so we still good. serve the church, even if it's not as lively as you want it to be? Even if your church doesn't have the spiritual gifts going or the type of teaching that you want or the type of preaching that you want or the people aren't connecting as well as you want them to connect and you think it's lifeless, shouldn't we be praying for revival and being there early every day and waiting and and weeping over that body. Mm-hmm. That's you know? so good. You'll um, be witness of the resurrection. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. You will be if you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peter therefore went out and the other disciple and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together and the other disciple, who's that other disciple? <laughs> he's, that trying, he's trying the to, author of this story. He's trying to go incognito. John, <laughs> John is yeah, like, yeah. John's like the one the he other. the one he loved. Yes. The one. Okay. I knew a guy. <laughs> yeah. So Peter and the other disciple uh ran together and the other disciple outran Peter. So John's like, I ran faster than Peter. Yes. And came to the tomb first. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloths lying there. Yet he, John, did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb and he saw the linen cloths lying there and the handkerchief that had been around Jesus's head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed for as yet they did not know the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away to their own homes again. Mm -hmm. Wow. So intense. Yeah. yeah I, well, you, lo- you gotta it. love the the yeah. detail of we. I outran him. <laughs> well, no, these are two guys, right? right? Right. Like these are two dudes. Like I outran him. Yeah. But then it was, he was nineteen. Or yeah. Whatever. But then he yeah, got to young. the tomb. It's like I think I'm just gonna look in. Right. I'm. You know, like I'm cool, but like it's open. Like why is it open? You know, you can't imagine the stuff that's going through this guy's mind. Mm-hmm. And then you see Peter and his. His, in all his glory, his greatness, you right. know, it's like, get out in. of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going in and he's reruns in. Yeah. And the other guy's like, well, he's still alive. I, I'll go in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you have to like, this right. would be like real stuff. Right? This is not just, you know, these are people doing real this things. This is the greatness of Peter, you know, mm-hmm. is yes. that people don't really want to always identify with Peter, but he <laughs> yes. was. Um, I do. He was <laughs> in so many ways, you know, he's the first guy off the boat. He's the first yes. guy into the tomb. You know, he's the first one in, 
like despite all of his (laughs) issues (laughs) and he's just like what you see is what you get with peter (laughs) he's he's like i want it whatever this is i want in i want all the way in all you know i'm all the way out like he's like that's just peter but you got to love that about him it's like he may not have been the first one there but he was the first one in yeah and he just puts it all out there yeah and i think that that part you know, we're talking about the resurrection and what who we are in Christ and disciples of Him, and I think there's so much going on here. And also later in the chapter, we'll just, mm-hmm. you know, talk, talk more maybe about Peter and stuff. But it's just like there's so much about what he had gone through just well yeah. in the prior moments, if you will, mm-hmm. the prior chapter, which was mm-hmm. a couple of days early. But and then just to be there, like still just wanting to know, wanting to see and being brave to just step in. Right. Like that is such a, mm-hmm. like, I, you know, I think I want to emulate that. And, but he was, it was like, he didn't care mm-hmm. what people thought yeah. in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You when know? John, I think John in, in a lot of, I think he hesitates for large reason because of the ceremonial uncleanness of going oh, in yeah. the tomb. And that would have just been beaten into them as, as boys growing right. up under the right. law. But, um, but Peter, remember, like he said, the last thing he saw of Jesus, it says the Lord looked at him mm-hmm. and he wept bitterly. Yes. And he's like, maybe that's not the last I'm ever going to see of Jesus. Yeah. And he was willing to just plow into the tomb and go in over the threshold and like, maybe it's really true. Yeah. Or maybe I'll see him again. Maybe he's really alive. And he goes in and he sees Jesus has folded it all up. Like this wasn't just someone going in and unrolling all the mummy toilet paper off of them and throwing it in a, in a right. disarray. But like he actually folded things up and left it. And right. it's very clear. Like Jesus wasn't, you know, frantically exploded out of death right. or anything like that. He's like, Nope, I'm back. Let me just take this off. Right. Let me fold and it. Nobody just <laughs> drug, and nobody just drug him out either no, no. because they would have yeah. just taken it all, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I just, like I said, I, same thing. That so much touches my heart about mm-hmm. Peter because he, he needed to go in there first. Yes. And I I believe that really speaks to people, all of us at our times of our life, when we need to be the first one um into the in, into the grave yeah. with with the Lord to see. To, and because of where we denied him in the past mm-hmm. or where we've failed him in the past or where we didn't have faith in the past, you know, those kind of things. And it may have just been a day or two earlier, but this is the power of the resurrection. It's drawing, it has this drawing effect that is, I believe it was drawing Peter Mm. to him. Obviously it was being drawn because of he heard, but, or he wanted to see, but this is it. It doesn't matter how badly you think you failed God. Cause like you said, he wept bitterly and yet he's like, you know what I got to lose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm going in. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's so much. And yeah. it went past their religion, which I really like a yeah. lot about that. They you have challenge to. there. Yeah, you got to yeah. push past religion and just the form and the fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, and get into the resurrection life and let let his love come in. Um I love where it says that John went and he saw and believed. Before that, Jesus told them a bunch of times, right. I'm going to be handed over and crucified. And there was even one point at Luke or in Luke where he looked yeah. at all of them and he said, let these words sink into your ears. Right. The son of man is going to be crucified. <laughs> right. And they're all, what? Like, you're not going to Jerusalem. You know, right. they just completely didn't believe it. They were hardened to that because yes. um, it was so against their agenda. Yes. So they didn't even really ever hear that. And it's, he, But he doesn't say um, he had not 
known the the word of Jesus that he would uh-huh. rise from the dead. It's that he didn't know the scripture that he would rise from the dead. Mm-hmm. And that term refers to the whole Septuagint, the Greek right. uh, Old Testament. And so what he's what he's saying, what he's teaching is the whole Old Testament is about the resurrection yes. of Jesus. And he couldn't see it. Reading it his whole life, he couldn't. He never saw it. Right. But when he saw the grave clothes folded, then he understood, then he understood. not just that Jesus rose, but he understood his whole Bible. Yeah. When you know the resurrection of Jesus, you'll understand the whole Bible. Well, I think that's the actual heart of Revelation, mm-hmm. right? It's actually coming to, to it, having him come into view, mm-hmm. like, or what his promise is. Because, like you say, even earlier, and I think it may have even been in John, you know, they, you, you know, when they're questioning him about stuff and he, and, and then he gives them interpretation, and they go, oh, now you're speaking plainly with us. <laughs> it's like, then now we got it. Well, they totally got it intellectually. They didn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just didn't believe it. He, I love that. Like, all of a sudden, because of the resurrection, because of the power of the resurrection, in you know, that it asserts itself on us mm-hmm. because it was doing it even right there on these two guys. Mm-hmm. Things started to happen immediately in the resurrection. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. Okay. Oh, yeah. Verse 11. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said, Rabboni, which is to say, teacher. Hmm. I think it's interesting that the the men both left. <laughs> you know, they went, like, He's got to be somewhere else. They went home. They didn't even go looking for him. They just went home. Like, oh, see here. cool. <laughs> Let's go home. Nice. I, I they sent in the lady to clean it up. I just think that's really strange. I just wonder what was, you know, They probably going thought on Jesus went to go eat something because he was always eating. Maybe, like, oh, maybe, maybe he's out they eating. thought like he just went back to, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a weird <laughs> thing. Like, what they here's like at. the most amazing thing that happens, <laughs> you know? And then they're like, cool. See you later. <laughs> Big gulps, going huh? home now. Yeah. Hey, you want to go fishing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Mary stayed, you know? I think. Um, yeah. I don't know. There is something about Mary. Well, well what I really love it's a good about sermon it. title, Mary stayed. <laughs> Mary stayed. There, there's what I really love about this section of scriptures is um, first Jesus says woman, mm-hmm. and she doesn't recognize him for who he is. Mm-hmm. But when he calls her by name, mm-hmm. now she recognizes him. Mm-hmm. Now she become he becomes apparent to her. Now yeah. he's she sees because you can be in the presence of Jesus and not recognize and him. not recognize him. But when he calls you by name, when he's like Liz, mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's no uh, ambiguity about who you are, who he is, right. where you're at, right. why you're there. All of a sudden it was like Lord, Rabbi, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. I, you know, my teacher, my, my everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that just so touches me in this set of scriptures. Like, mm-hmm. wow, she, she had revelation now of she, she was with the resurrection and then she got a revelation of the resurrection. 
Like it just, it, mm-hmm. right there, he had been there. He'd been talking with her. I just think yeah. it's so cool. The just Lord, so amazing. The Lord, she's in total despair, disconnected from Jesus. Yeah. You know, thinking that he's dead to her. And then she just hears Mary. Yeah. And how many times has that happened to you? Uh, man. You're just like, man, I'm so lost. I don't know. And I just hear son, David. Yeah. yeah. David. Hey. Hey. It's okay. Let's go. <laughs> Whoa. You know, and it, like he was, he's here. Yeah. Um, I just, I love this, this passage. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just believe that someone actually even listening to this right now, if they let themselves go into that place with him, he's calling them, calling you right now by your name and wanting to draw you into a a recognition of who he is right at this moment. You might know him already. You know, Mary knew him probably pretty well, hanging out with him for a few years. But, you know, now she saw him for who he really was in the resurrection. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, it's kind of interesting because it goes from, you know, she's being addressed woman and she goes, sir. Right. And she doesn't recognize him. Mm -mm. And that's like relating to God as judge and Lord, sir. Right. That's true about him. Yeah. But then she goes, Rabboni. It's like my teacher. Yeah. Like it's such a more intimate Mm -hmm. thing. And it's Mm -hmm. by name. It's this intimate um, acquaintance friendship that they have mm-hmm. and God, you know, if you're just looking to him as Lord or judge, that's super important. Right. But he's drawing you past that to where you can cling to him. Yes. And he's like, you're clinging pretty hard here. Right. It's like, I'm getting, ahead of, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. But like, he actually is trying to draw you in and call you by name and not just be like woman. Like, I mean, that's where he would start. Mm-hmm. That's where he starts with the law, right? Hey, mankind. Hey, man. Right. Hey, you're not, this is my standard, but then he's like, son, daughter, yeah. friend, Bob, Liz. <laughs> I think also, I don't know, there's a few things here. You know, Mary was the only one who saw angels mm-hmm. in the in the tomb, which is an interesting thing. Um, you know, people witnessed the miracle of it, but she stayed uh, still looking for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think that there's something about that of, People, we can be looking for miracles um, and for signs and wonders, but even after we see those things, are we still staying looking for Jesus? Um, And I think the other thing that's interesting, there's so so much stuff in here, but um, I believe it's interesting to me that she didn't recognize him. And what I take from that is um, she was looking for him as he was, as she was used to seeing him, Mm -hmm. you know? And when he mm-hmm. came to her, he he didn't look the same, and she didn't recognize that it was him. Mm-hmm. But when he spoke to her, she realized, oh, this is the same the same God. And I think about that. There's so many times in our lives when we're looking for Jesus mm-hmm. the way we're used to seeing him, and we miss him because of that. And it takes us a while to realize, and it mm-hmm. takes his voice speaking to us where we realize, like, oh, this is you. You're appearing to me differently mm-hmm. than I'm used to seeing you, but it's still the same you. Like it's still the one that I love. It's still this, the voice mm-hmm. that I'm used to, that I've heard before. It's just in a form that I'm different. That's different from what I'm used to. Yeah. And I think what happens is in those times is, and, and I think it even happened with Mary is Jesus was Jesus, <laughs> but all of a sudden it's like the, the veil was being lifted or the 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 shades were being lifted from her so she uh got a more in um clearer a precise um a look at him 
She got to see him for more of who mm -hmm. he is, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, rather than uh, looking uh, like, you know, darkly as in the gla you know, glass. Mm -hmm. we, you, I think we are like that at every place in our walk and that we need a current revelation of him, <laughs> a greater revelation of him that only comes through the greater understanding or recognition of the, revel of the resurrection. Yeah. of him because it's in his resurrection that everything is given to us yeah you know it's from that if you don't if you don't if you don't have that part if you have all the study and understanding of god and you know and jesus and up to his life even through his crucifixion and burial but you don't get the resurrection resurrected jesus you missed yeah. you actually missed him because that's who he is now he he was changed yes <laughs> and so yes. yeah you know what's cool about this is it says um she thought he was the gardener right and they're in a garden yes mm -hmm. they're in a tomb yes and he's <clears throat> calling to somebody to come out from the shadows and you should think about genesis 3 mm -hmm. where the man and the woman have sinned and they're in the garden hiding and right. it says the lord god called to the man the yes. gardener they used to walk with him through the garden in the cool of the day that was jesus right and so back then he's like adam come and that was bringing Adam to a recognition, actually, of his, um, of his sin. But it was to cover Adam. Mm. It was to cover him. This is bringing Mary to a recognition that he's overcome sin. Right. And actually, I believe he covers her with his robe. I believe that she comes and gives him a hug. And this is the same thing. It's like Eden is being restored here, yeah. if you think about it, through the yeah. resurrection of Jesus. Mm. Wow. <laughs> It puts a smile on your face, doesn't yeah, it? it does. Okay. <laughs> Something else happened in here. So. All right. um, we got a call, Jesus calling. All right. There's, there's more good stuff, so I'm going to move on. All right. Jesus said to her, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. <clears throat> That's an important verse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Each one Do you want to just read the next one? Yeah, why not? Just, okay. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, I've heard some weird teaching on this one. Mm. <laughs> You're going to give us that? Some now? weird teaching. Weird teaching. Well, I thought it was right when I heard it because, oh, okay. you know. Was it? <laughs> you, have to have, you have to have the whole counsel of God's word. But people say, here. see, here's the difference. Like Jesus relates to God as father in a different way than we do because he's the begotten son and we're the adopted sons. Mm -hmm. So he says, my father, capital M, my father and your father, lowercase. Um, so kind of like put it in that tone. Like I'm oh. ascending to my father and your father, my God and your God. Like it just like he, he's differentiating, huh. but that's the complete opposite of what he's saying. Right. He's actually <laughs> unifying us. Right. And so that shows you like the twisting of scripture from an otherwise well-meaning person. Right. That that sees the, that doesn't understand what the resurrection does. The resurrection right. brings us into right. adoption as right. sons, right. and adopted sons are not less than right. begotten sons right. legally in, in any sense. He's actually equating your God is your father in the same sense as he's my father. Now yes. you aren't eternal, you're not God, but you have the same sonship that mm -hmm. I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. You're a capital S son, and that almost sounds blasphemy to right. somebody, but it has to be confronted because he's saying. He's my God and your God. He's my father and your father yes. because of what I've just done. Absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, when people are taking that strange position of, you know, thinking something different, they forget that he's the firstborn 
among yes. many brethren. Yeah. And it's like, so they, we can use that born again term, and it's just a term. I, I think people just like, oh, yeah, born, oh, we're born again. Right. It's like, do you know what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, yes, you're adopted into the family of God and born. Yes. <laughs> and like, that's the deal. Like, you are new. Generated. You're new all inside and out. And right. there is uh, that, that's the resurrection. That's the power of the resurrection, the same resurrecting power that ex was exerted on Jesus in death. And brought up out of that, the same glory that raised him out raises us up today. Mm -hmm. It's this we're we're with him. <laughs> we're with him. We're yeah. brother and si you know sisters of him. Mm -hmm. That's who we are. And to when we when we forget that or we make it just a term, mm -hmm. we really miss the resurrection. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're born again. It's like, mm -hmm. do you know what you just said? <laughs> because I think then we're just like Nicodemus. We're, if we and when we when we take that, we're we're kind of uh, not. And I believe Nicodemus was. I believe he believed in Jesus. I think you know, obviously, in this, he was part. I mean, he helped bury him, right? Yeah. You know, and so, um, so I believe that he came to understand. But before that, you know, like, uh, can a man be, you know, mm -hmm. born, go back into his mom's womb? No, Nicodemus, <laughs> you know a lot of great stuff. You're a theologian, <laughs> but I'm telling you something. Yeah. I'm telling you about really being born again. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, and so, and that is through the resurrection. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't happen another way. Mm -hmm. Did you guys notice that Jesus sent out the first messenger of the resurrection? To yes, teach to teach a bunch of men mm -hmm. that had authority. Oh no, you you're not going to do that, are you? Okay, I'm just saying this is this is the word the word of God is is maybe different than awesome, what you think it is. Okay. Right. All right. Jesus sends a woman. Yeah. With the message, and John writes it down. Holy Spirit inspires mm -hmm. it to be her account in the Word of God. Yeah. That's important for somebody to hear that. Okay. <laughs> let's let's get a little. We're, we got to get get going here a little bit. Let's get okay. Going. Are we then, busy? <laughs> then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, "Peace be with you." When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, "Peace to you." As the Father sent me, I also send you. And when he had said, th said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Whew. So much theological mm -hmm. stuff going on there that we don't want to. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> yeah. you know, I want to unwrap that entire set of scriptures for people right here. Um, <laughs> Jesus showed up in a room. His the resurrected Christ showed up, and he did him <laughs> like he did him. And you know, I just can't imagine what these guys were thinking. Like, can you imagine? Like, he kept saying, "Peace be to you." Yeah, like they're like, <laughs> "It'll be okay." Really, I know this is a little rough for you. When Jesus, when the resurrected Christ shows up in our lives, we're just going to be kind of like wowed. Like we're gonna be like we're gonna need him to say peace, you know. We're not gonna be we're not gonna be uh, discussing with him the th uh, theological components of. So you breathe on them at that time. Holy Spirit, did that happen? What happened when? And we can get stuck in that if we want. I don't think we need to necessarily. 
But just think of the awesomeness of God just showing up. Mm-hmm. Like he just showed up in the middle of these people and they yeah. just, and, uh, and by the way, these guys were in fear already, according to those scriptures, right? They were afraid they were going to get bounced by the, mm-hmm. you know, right. everybody else, the powers that be. And so they were probably just, you know, oh, what's happening? And then <laughs> this guy shows up. And uh, I just think it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and like I said, I think a lot of times we're ready to run into the theological discussion of the rest of those scriptures and forget the the actual awesomeness of God. Like, right. well, he just showed up mm-hmm. from the yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. This is an important verse to me. As the Father sent me, I am yes. sending you. Yes. In the same way the Son was sent to destroy the works of the devil, to proclaim the gospel, to heal the sick, to bind up the brokenhearted, to have authority, right? To intercede, to lay his life down in love. That's the same way that we've been sent. Mm-hmm. And so if you think like, well, I'm just sent, you know, I'm just a little Christian. No, you're actually sent with the same mission as Jesus. Yes. You have the same mission. Now you, you don't have to die for the sins of the world in that sense, but you're proclaiming that death to the world and that resurrection. So I think somebody has to raise their view of their calling and that they've really been sent by God the same way the father sent Jesus to fully represent the father. Jesus has sent you to fully represent Jesus. Good. It's good stuff. stuff. All right. Now Thomas called the twin. One of the 12 was not with them. When Jesus came, the other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. So he said to them, unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God, Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. <laughs> I love Thomas. <laughs> he's a great guy. I do. <laughs> I love all. He's only mentioned like he only speaks a few times. Then he's so great. You know, like Jesus, where I'm going, you know, and he's like, no, we don't. What are you talking about? Like, I love Thomas. And here's, like, he gets such a bad rap, but here's the thing that like, people are like, oh, yeah. you shouldn't need to see. And it's like, yeah. all the other disciples saw that <laughs> like, Jesus came and the first thing he did was show them mm-hmm. his hands, right? And showed him like the nails. And, mm-hmm. and then Thomas comes and it's like, well, I need to see that too. You know, people are like, oh, he's such a doubter. And it's yeah, like, well, everyone talk. else got to see that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, except yes. for him. Even the like, woman got to see it. Right. Yes. <laughs> Even the woman. Even mere women. <laughs> yeah. But I love Thomas. And I love that Jesus honors him. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, okay, come here. Well, like, he had to come back. It. He had to come, come back see. a second time. He's like, the first time he's there, he showed up. It's not in the Bible. But I'm sure he's like, hey, where's Tommy? Right. <laughs> Tommy's, all right. I'm coming to come back another time. Make sure Tommy's here, all right? I don't want to mm. keep coming back. Right. <laughs> no, that was the, those are the parts of the Bible that didn't make it in. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. 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 But he comes back great. and he's like, oh, you know, dumb Thomas. You should have you no, played. He's no, like, no, 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 no. come here. Let me show you. Come on. Put your, put your hands if here. Any, if any of us are honest, we've been Thomas. Yeah. Of but listen, course. we believe. We haven't seen Jesus. I haven't put my hands in the... 
in the uh, yeah, yeah. Little, nail uh, holes. Trying <laughs> 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 to think of a better word than that. Yes. Prince. The Except nail prince. we see him in the body. Yeah. You know, but yeah. I don't know. I just love how Jesus doesn't shame him. He completely loves him and invites him mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, this is what you need to believe. Come, come close to me. Right. I, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna prove myself to you. Yeah. I, I yeah. I just think I, I always thought he got the bad rap being called doubting Thomas. Yeah. I mean, it's because he re- gave his life as a martyr. Right. right. The guy. The the guys might be responsible for India. Right. <laughs> you know, like seriously. Yeah. I mean, he might be responsible for a lot of other places we just don't know about. We don't. Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. And and to be called doubting, mm-hmm. it's like. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's totally legitimate, like we're, like you said, we're all Thomas to some extent, and we should be asking the Lord, would you, would you reveal yourself to me? Yeah. You don't have to do it in some particular way, but he can reveal himself through the word, through the body of Christ. You know, he can come and show up to you, um, and he wants to do that. He wants to be known. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of revelation in the knowledge mm. of him right. to reveal Christ to right. you. So God's not afraid of your questions, and he mm. will... He is a God. He, you know, I, I, he's done that with me. I'm like, Lord, if this is true, I need you to prove it to me. Like, I need to, mm-hmm. I need you to show me. And he's, and he's never shamed me for that. He's like, like okay, like, he does it his way, you know. And um, but he's, he's not afraid of, to be proven. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, he's not. And I don't think it was really a. Uh like a, he was coming, what do you guys call it? Capping on Thomas when he said, whatever they call Don't that word. Say, David? Capping. Know, he's like that. He says that. <laughs> capping on him. Capping on him. Um, you know, <laughs> that's funny. When he Pop said, you know, blessed, no. yeah, blessed are those that don't, you know, they don't <laughs> see, but they believe. I think he was actually speaking about how blessed people's eyes will be yeah. because they, without seeing physically, they actually believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're blessed in that process. Mm-hmm. Like we're blessed in that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you said, you haven't actually seen and touched like that. Although I think we have, maybe just don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we were just like yeah. Mary before we were you know, really called. And I believe he calls us by name more than once in our life. Mm-hmm. The once for salvation, yeah, for a sure. whole lot of the times to make sure that we can move into Lord, understanding of his lordship mm-hmm. and his, who yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. I believe it is necessary um, for us to have a record of his physical resurrection, just like Thomas wanted physical mm-hmm. proof. And we actually have that in That's the right. word. We have accounts that first Corinthians 15 talks about 500 people saw him at one time after yes. he was raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. All the apostles gave their lives rather than renounce that he rose. Mm-hmm. And we know from the continuity of scripture that that's been preserved. Mm-hmm. Like the, we have, you know, a record through, um, the discipline of textual criticism. We have a record all the way back to the earliest manuscripts. So we understand that what we have in the Bible is the eyewitness account. Then you just have to choose whether you accept that or not. It's it's a lot of evidence. Yeah. You, you don't have to I mean, say like, you could say, well, I've never put my hand right. in his side, so I don't have any evidence. Or you could say like, I'm going to look at the evidence and take make a choice right. and right. accept it or not. And that's what we have with, with the word of God. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, books like The Case for Christ, mm-hmm. like that's a huge, I mean, there are people who are just like, well, I believe it. God said it. I believe it. And there's other people who have legitimate questions like, well, what about these mm-hmm. tangible things? Yeah. And like I'm saying, the Lord's not afraid of those. He's yeah. not like he's, there's so much 
yeah. evidence, like you were saying, of who Christ is, that um, it's available to you. It so is. if those are questions that are keeping you, go get the answers. Like Jesus yes. is not going to shame you for that. He's like, here's the answers. Come feel them. Come experience them. Put your hands on them. Mm-hmm. Like get that physical, tangible sense of the reality of Jesus Christ. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. Good. This is just coming to my mind, but... Um, you know, the 11 guys, Jesus showed up to him. He encountered him powerfully. And there was one guy that just wasn't there. And maybe someone's like listening and they're like, there's been a lot of times that I like missed an outpouring or I missed a revival or I missed a great church service. And everyone I know got a prophetic word, but me, and you know, Jesus didn't never did anything for me. Like he's done for all my friends. But it said a few days later, Jesus showed up again and he went, Thomas mm. and he just looked right. he just honed in right, right. on him yeah. and he went for him You're and it was that you should have been here yesterday yeah it's not like oh man I missed out I would have seen I would have had all the proof I needed of Jesus yeah. if I just would have been here because God has his timing for your encounter as well if you yeah, hold on good. to your faith and so I don't want anybody to get discouraged about that mm-hmm. um, because the Lord loves you just as much as as any Absolutely. other disciple and, and he wants to reveal himself yeah, and they were only 10 guys <laughs> oh that's a good point thanks yeah. for correcting me on that. I'll just help yeah me. there was a there was a conspicuous absence um, there may be a lady there you know a few. Oh, yeah. probably more ladies than yeah, yeah, all probably. the ladies that like supported his ministry right? were, were probably there you um, know like when the 120 are in the rapper room there's, there's probably like guys, 20 dudes. And yeah. there's a couple of extras because they could pick another guy. But <laughs> yeah. other than that, could have been all ladies there. <laughs> could have been. Well, let's read the last section here. Oh, Truly, Jesus there. did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Mm. That's wow. a good reason to write a book. The end. Just kidding. Chapter 21. <laughs> That's how John does it. Yes. You can go to he chapter ends, 21. He, no, he ends so good. Ends there. He ends so that. good. And he's like, oh, wait, I forgot to cover <laughs> Peter. Like the Lord came and like really ministered to Peter. You can read it. No. We're good. We're good. We're still good. Uh, li- no, I mean, no, Rose, no. how much more time do we have on this? We're not going to keep going. On wow. 15 this. minutes. 15 nice. minutes. Let's keep we going. Can, we right? can talk don't about this one word? a little bit. Don't, don't you have anything poor on this pastor, last, this last section? Liz uh, doesn't, you know, she doesn't oh, like having too much. This the, is a lot the, of word for you The podcast is day. called John 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're recalling this. <laughs> John 20 plus. <laughs> There's no chapter divisions in Greek. That's right. That's right. You should know that. You're a yeah. Greek scholar. Huh? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. What do you guys think about this last paragraph, though? Any thoughts on it? It's just like mic drop or... I love the, there's a few scriptures where say like, uh, we recorded these things, but there's so many other things that Jesus did, right? There yeah. would not be enough to, to contain of what he did on the earth. And I love that because it's like, we get the highlights of it. We get the, the, you know, um, headlines, mm-hmm. I guess of Jesus's ministry, but there's so much more that he did in his life and so much more he did that wasn't broadcast, you know? And I love that, especially like this day and age, because, um, there's so much that happens like on streams or, you know, like gets, gets, um, kind of broadcast out there, mm-hmm. but there's so much life. And I love it. It says like he did it in right. the presence of his disciples. Yes. That was for them. It was mm-hmm. private. Yeah. It wasn't for everyone else to know, you mm-hmm. know, but it right. was like just the reality of Jesus's life, that that's how he lived his life with people. And I just mm-hmm. love that picture. Like for us now that there's, there's things that God does that, are you know to be out there and made public but there's things that he does just with his friends in with the people he loves 
that they're just for us, mm-hmm. you know? And, and we could never even tell like of all the things that he's done. Like we picked right. a few big things, mm-hmm. but it's like our lives are full of the demonstration mm-hmm. of Jesus every day. And that may mm-hmm. seem like kind of an exclusive club, which mm-hmm. it is, by the way. <laughs> it's an exclusive club that's open to everybody. Right. Right. And so that, like, I love it when Pastor Liz is talking about, you know, he's sharing things with his friends. He will share things with people who have come to him and come to know him as the resurrection. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and in friendship, in uh, real true communion with him and, and, in true love with him. But he can also, sh- he'll also share that with you and wants to invite you into that place. If you're listening to this and you're not, uh, you know, you don't know the Lord mm-hmm. as your Savior and, or, and your Lord. Or you've been a doubting Thomas. Or you've been doubting Thomas. <laughs> like, he's like, come on in. You're, it's an exclusive club that you're invited to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're not excluded from it. You're actually invited in. Oh, yeah. I like that. And there's a good, it's a, it's a good thing, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing about God. So he's, he's not willing, right, that any should perish, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He, this is the whole deal. He wants you, he wants you in. You get to choose, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and there, you know, like I said, I, I, I like these scriptures too. I love the, you know, how it works and that, that you know, that uh, Jesus is the Christ, the son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Mm-hmm. So the believing is just, that's the, that's the key. That's the entrance in mm-hmm. and boom, life in his name. It's yeah. complete and there's no, there's nothing held back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to bring you into believing, which which yeah. is trusting. Yes, mm-hmm. and so if you read the Bible and it doesn't bring you to, to trusting Jesus, you miss the point. You know, it's about life. It's mm-hmm. about the life you're going to have with Jesus, and about how John wanted to share that. And I, one thing I love about John is he remembers everything Jesus did. Like he's writing yeah. this many years after the the fact. And right. yes, Jesus promised the Holy Spirit would bring it to remem- remembrance, and mm-hmm. that's a big factor here. Um, but myself, I've been guilty of like walking with the Lord a while. And then sometimes I I can't even recall to my mind, great things that he's done Mm -hmm. for me, or I don't have that to share with someone. Or I I think, Oh, when's like the next big thing God's going to do? Or like, when's the last time God showed up or something like that. But John has such a history with him and it made such a difference to him. He he was able to call it to his mind and he able, he was able to, to draw on his past with, with Jesus because he was going through a ton of trials in his present and even in his future That's when right. he was according to sources boiled alive and he was exiled to mm-hmm. solitary convi- confinement like what's that like you know mm-hmm. um and he had to be able to draw from that the time that jesus spent with him wasn't wasted it, it built endurance into him and it built in him the ability to to relate what would help him but then also what would bring somebody else in yeah. and yeah. so we we have to be able to do both like call on our history with God when, when we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord, but also know like, Hey, what's a few things I can share that's going to lead somebody in into this. And he, he didn't just stop with his relationship with God. Right. Remember he said in first John one, I'm writing these things to you. Right. So my joy would be complete. So you'd have fellowship with us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's only when we share our joy that our joy is complete, mm-hmm. that we actually are, are coming to the height of what, what we love and what we have joy in. So, yeah, I think the testimony has this, uh, kind of uh, everlasting, enduring uh, power of the resurrection, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it just just completely interesting what you just said. And I, I was remembering we were actually at a 
funeral the other day, if you recall that. Mm -hmm. And a, a longtime uh, member of our church, um, Elder Jack, and he uh, passed away. And somebody gave a testimony of what Jack did once. Now, this is just, I, you know, this is like 30 years mm -hmm. ago. and and But his testimony at a funeral just made it alive. And another gentleman, elder in our church, said that, you know, he had gone home and found his son fallen down the stairs with a broken leg. And he said, I grabbed my son's leg to try to stabilize and I could feel the bone like poking through, through the skin. You, you recall that? Mm -hmm. And he said, and Jack, who we are memorializing here at this funeral, Jack just started praying with a um, just a childlike faith. And the bone <laughs> went back into place. He says, I could feel it like back in. I mean, the kid couldn't walk. They found him. He'd been laying there for God knows how long. <laughs> and, um, and he said that 10 minutes later, the kid was at church dancing. <laughs> now, I know most people are going, well, that's a crazy thing. That's, you know, I don't know. But, but that power of that resurrection testimony that goes, it goes past mm -hmm. time. Here we were, here we were, um, uh, not mourning, but celebrating the life of a person who just passed into the resur mm -hmm. the resurrection completely and recognizing like hit the power of the resurrection had flown, had, had flowed through him had been, and he had been partaker with it at times in his life. That was just one time. I know there are others. And, um, and that's what we have. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what we actually have in him. Mm -hmm. And we have that if, when we allow the power of the resurrection to flow through us, we can be like John, like you said, in the epistles and also in revelation. And it, 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 it his, the circumstances didn't matter, right? The revelation came forward. And that's where that's where it actually settled. Mm -hmm. That's and same thing with our lives now today, when the power of the resurrection's working. We yeah. Do we? Yeah. I don't know if you guys have any other just last applications of this for people listening. Maybe about power of the resurrection or just anything coming to your mind for the people listening to close this thing out. Just say the resurrection changes everything, mm -hmm. and that's not a one-time. Um, instance that is it speaks to us every day it's the resurrection that um, calls your name it's the resurrection mm -hmm. that says peace be to you it's the resurrection that says come close to me and 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 touch my hands and experience me it's the resurrection that speaks to us um, every day so mm. if um, it's been a while ask the Lord for a revelation yes. of the resurrection because it is what we are meant to live in yeah. Christ resurrected so that we could resurrect with him and be with him in the fullness of life. Yes. And that's his desire mm -hmm. for us. That is why he went to the grave. That is yeah. why he went to hell is so that in his resurrection, we would be resurrected also. Wow. That's awesome. Hey, Jesus isn't dead, right? Well, he's alive. What I love about the resurrection is what he says about it, about himself. Mm -hmm. And that is, and I, you know, I'm going to speak that to all of us as we close here, is he's not, he wasn't just resurrected. It says that he, he said, I am the resurrection. Mm -hmm. So is. when we come to him, we are coming into the resurrection and we're resurrected mm -hmm. in him. And there's so much power in that. And so, um, you know, as we're closing, um, I pray that God 
the resurrected Christ that will visit you where you're at today. It'll find you right where you're at and that your eyes will be open to him right where you are now. And so that you might uh, turn to him and go, yeah, Papa, I see you, I hear you, I know you, and not just about you, but know who you actually are. And in that power and in that resurrection, I pray that God would uh, touch your life right where you're at. Father, right now, people who have sicknesses, who need deliverance, who need your touch, Father, your assurance, your kindness, your goodness, your grace. I pray in the name of Jesus that by the power of the resurrection, you would meet us right where we're at now, Lord. Father, that your spirit, Father, would anoint us, resurrect us, O oh God, into your life. In Jesus' name, we just praise you, Father, and thank you. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, go to spiritschoolofministry.com.